Hey everyone, it's Friday. Thanks for joining me today. It's a long one. It's not like yesterday's episode. Please don't leave. Don't leave. Don't go. It's long, but it's not like yesterday's episode, which I know how bad it was. I talk about it here. Um, I'm still homeless. We're on day whatever, night whatever, but we're in a special place here. And I talk about self-fulfilling prophecies, self-sabotage, stalking charges again, eBay again. Yeah, it's one of those. Get worked up being stalked crime families at the very end now the third segment's probably where you want to get started at the first two segments whatever yeah listen to at your own risk but it's it's definitely much longer and i i the very end i i I present a question that has to do with hours and work and efforts and my efforts over the past year and a half since starting this podcast thanks so much for listening you guys i hope you enjoy you're the coolest Okay, okay, here we go. Here we go, it's November 4th. It's Friday, November 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Bling. This is the Bling Vera Podcast. Can I get everyone's attention, please? I have a very important announcement to make. Sweden, get in here. I have a very, very important announcement to make, make, and I need your guys' attention, undivided attention, right now. No, I have a very important announcement to make, and that is, this is an extension of yesterday's crappy episode. This is episode two of my crappiest work. I'm ashamed to have published yesterday's episode. That means it's probably going to win a Grammy and be my most popular one. I hate it. There's a bus. No honks. But if you do, if you do see me, honk. If you don't, honk. Honkler. Honkler channel. Honkler episode. Honkler's welcome. I'll probably win a Grammy for it because I think it's probably my... It's so embarrassing and stupid and like emotional and personal and detailed i went to library and then i went to 7-eleven and the guy with a box and a plumber's dowel sounds crazy it is crazy the experience was nuts i wouldn't have believed it unless i experienced it but like just my lack my inability to condense that vert that story into five minutes ten minutes like three minutes like can you just tell me what happened in about three minutes time instead of having snow fall down uh, above your head. Upon your head, the snowfall. I'm outside. I'll tell you where I am in a minute, but I have to finish my thought here because I have to to stay on topic, I've realized. I can't, it's not family guy. It's not, yeah, it's just not. It's not family guy. It's not South Park. You can't have a bunch of weird tangents unless it's cartoony and it's illustrated and it's, something people can see and hear if it's just hearing and you're trying to do it like there's a manatee in the in the ball like on south park does anyone know what i'm talking about am i making sense here no man like you can't do that it has you have to stay on topic you have to like keep the listeners attention and just stop don't the details and let, what is this a trial what is this uh cereals what is it is this that podcast about cereals? Captain Crunch, Wheaties, Cheerios, Lucky Charms, Cocoa Pebbles, Cocoa Puffs, Fruity Pebbles, Captain Crunch Berries. Kicks. Lucky Charms, I already said Lucky Charms. Oh no, Honeycomb, Honey Crisp, Honey Crisp, 
Is this that podcast about cereal? Cereal numbers? Social security card? Okay. All right. Yeah. Just when I thought I could stop. It's not family guy. You can't do that. So I started doing it. Yesterday's podcast, I could have, I could have said what I needed to say in about three minutes time. Instead, it was an hour and a half. And it sucks, dude. Like, it's a full moon next week. It's a week before the full moon. I get weird. Circumstances happen. People have pretenses. People do what they need to do. Fine. Cool. Cool with it. Let me tell you where I am right now. Let me, no, 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 hold on, hold on. Well, well, I'll tell you where I am in the second segment. First segment, let's talk about yesterday's episode. Let's just focus the first segment on yesterday's episode. Is that cool with everyone? I have a very important announcement to make, sweet. Like, I, it's embarrassing to publish episodes like that and then to listen to them, just like, oh, turn it off. I can't stand this. I can't stand the sound of his voice. And it's like, that's me. That's my own voice. I turn it off. I can't stand that voice. I can't stand it when he does that. He's doing that thing that he does. He's just complaining and whining and this this happened and then this happened and they're doing this. The transmitter, wireless transmitter in her hand. But she did though. <laughs> she did. There was one. I saw it. Guy with a box and plumber's dowels. Got the plumber's dowel. This woman at the library kept like getting, trying to sneak closer to him, standing over him, standing over his shoulder. Like she's looking at books Dude, I don't know what the freaking crap is going on, and I don't care. It's just stuff that I notice. And okay, some of you, my fans and listeners tuning in at home, they're probably like, yeah, maybe she wanted you to talk to her. Like maybe she's at the library trying to meet someone. Maybe, maybe that's not the way to do it, though. You can't just be a creep. <laughs> that's my job. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's what that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm working hard to do. Uh pro creep pro creep status i'm getting there don't worry i'm getting there Making around in the leaves looking into windows at night not really i'm actually just freezing my ass off at night typically there's it's too cold to go sneaking around and lurking around and stuff it's too cold plus why would i waste my time doing that anyways yesterday's episode this first segment let's talk about it some more it's embarrassing and it's probably gonna win a grammy like i said it's probably going to Best new podcast host, immersive experience, and real-life drama. Coast, Grammy goes to Bling Vieira. Get up there and just be like, wow, this is so crazy because that I almost deleted that episode because I hate it. Thanks so much for voting, everybody. I'm glad that I finally made it in life. Thank you. And I'll hold up the Grammy. And I'd probably like throw up or something. Like, I'm so messed up. I'm sorry. Sorry I got really messed up uh, for the party, after party. And, yeah, I'm really messed up, guys. Thanks again for the Grammy. And probably throw up again. And then I just freaking drop, yeah, pass out, drop the Grammy. Grammy breaks. You can't do that on live TV. I get fined. Grammy gets revoked. Everyone takes their votes back. Back into the gutter bling. You're sorry. You shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have partied so hard before the Grammys. But I was nominated. So it's embarrassing, man. Like, to listen to it and to just hear it. Like, you could have said everything in ten freaking minutes, man. You could have done it in five or three minutes even. If you if you wanted to. But I'm going on about cybersecurity and cyber threats, unsecured networks. It's like, shut, just shut the hell up. 
I'm sick of hearing it. Just shut the hell up. Someone shut him up. Hey, Bling, if you want to do a little, like, PowerPoint on cybersecurity, go do a PowerPoint. Don't, don't try and do it in your podcast. It's not going to work because nobody cares. So just be entertaining. Do your thing. But s- stay on point. And, and don't ruin your podcast. And don't scare your listeners away with your stupid dr- drama. Don't do that because it's dumb. No one actually said that to me. That's everything that I've come up with. I didn't even finish yesterday. I couldn't. I, I will sometimes listen to my episodes like two or three times sometimes. Sometimes. It's usually, it's usually, it is usually one time through. I'll listen to it after I publish it and just go, yeah, I approve. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. There's only been a few where I've like, delete that shit. Hurry up and delete that so no one else can hear it. So that has happened. And there's been a couple recently where I did that. I probably should delete yesterday's episode, but I'm going to use it as an example of what not to do if you have a podcast. And hey, maybe it does win a Grammy and maybe it'll be my most popular episode of all time. I don't know. I doubt it. But it's pretty intense, man. And it's pretty like concerning to hear my voice, to hear what I'm talking about. Like someone help him. Could someone help that guy, please? I was out in the cold all day that day. It was snowy. It was rainy. It was cold. I didn't know what, what I was going to do. I had freaking rained on in the middle of the night and had to go run to safety. Like that was a shitty day. So it makes sense that the podcast was pretty shitty as well. But I think it's proof that I get weird before the full moon. A week out, I get weird. And things happen. Other people get weird. I don't know. Just pretenses beliefs ideas there's stuff that in my life that i can't convince people of i'm not going to try to um but they don't understand it either there's um yeah there's no there's just stuff people don't understand and they think that they do, but they don't. And I could probably talk about it, but it'll be in a separate episode. And it'll probably be a more of a serious one and all that. But to try and just recap on yesterday's episode, that's my fault. I mean, I was at Gilgal Garden and I was clearing stuff out. I was making sure the wind wouldn't affect the microphones. And I was like really like trying to make it sound good and, and trying to take it seriously and trying to make it good. And I recorded an entire episode prior to that. And I was like, no, 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 it's boring. Walking around the city and the audio quality's bad and blah, blah, blah. Like, it, let's record another one. Let's do it this way, though. And I was like in a shed. And it's blocking all the wind. Yeah. Yeah. And people probably listened to yesterday's episode just thinking like, man, oh, man. Like, just to turn it off. And I would agree, man. Like, I couldn't listen to it all the way through. I didn't. I even got my monitors back. My over-the-ear headphones. I got them back, babe. No, I got them back. And that's exciting. But even with those, I couldn't listen to it. And I, I guess I was kind of, like, just thrown off with everything, too, um, yesterday morning. Because I was like, I need this. To, I need a key to get into my to get my stuff and I, that's what I was kind of planning on yesterday like right off the bat I'll go over there and like get my stuff and start working on that but I don't know people man I yeah I don't know what well whatever there's liabilities and stuff but 
sometimes people make some pretty brash decisions and I don't I wonder if it's the full moon as well being affected and yeah based on that but to just kind of maybe yesterday's episode a little bit more it was kind of strange I was there wasn't uh, just a quick flux of people that kind of crowded that shed for a minute there even saying like oh we're not trying to I'm not trying to get in your personal space it's like well kind of there's really nothing in the shed it's a shed there's some photos on the wall, I guess, but not you know, taking photos of photos. There's tons of weird sculptures around this place. You probably want to take photos of those instead of the shed. These old, like, sun-beaten, weathered photos. You can't really tell what they are. But yeah, I guess you're not invading my personal space. It, stuff like that that happens and it's gonna it's gonna happen for the rest of my life and yeah it my car got repoed it was probably all based on that so now every time people start to get close to me or shuffle towards me or do something to, with like yeah like that where no one's around and then all of a sudden there's tons of people around and they're all like migrating toward me for some reason in the corner of the shed I, I can't help but be like totally suspicious and on edge or in the library. Um, yeah, maybe I'm just totally damaged. I'm just totally damaged goods now, which I was already damaged before. So I'm like damaged, damaged good. Precious cargo, fragile. We put a bunch of fragile stickers on me. My fly. Fragile. But I, I listened. I tried to listen to yesterday's episode. It's not easy. It's not for everyone. Uh, but I made it. It happened. I won a Grammy for it, so what? Best new podcast host, immersive experience, real life drama, so what? Yeah. I'll never be able to recreate it or emulate it in a way that's authentic. I'll try and do it stylistically to get another Grammy. Yeah, try and win another Grammy, babe. But it's not going to happen. Because it sucked. You guys want to talk about other important issues? Hard hitting, hard hitting concepts. Honk if you see me, honk if you don't. Where am I right now? We're gonna talk about it in the second segment, right? I'm sleeping bag still kinda. Of. The microphone's over here. Hey everyone, my back hurts. Where am I? Eh. I need it to warm up a little bit. It's just too cold. I'm at the Shire. I'm at the Shire. If you're a true fan that has listened to me from the beginning, from the very beginning, I would come out here to the Shire and record episodes all the time i think the jamie dimon for president 24 my first political discussion that was recorded out here that's when i came up with the song beer at home this is where i came up with the song beer beer at home i know you got some problems but i got beer at home this is where i recorded the jamie dimon for president in 2024 he's the only hope america has it's too bad that I'm on the streets now. For the first time in my life, I'm living on the streets. We need Jamie Dumont for president. Jamie Dumont, please. You know it and I know it. It's in your heart. Your heart knows it. This country only has one chance left for president, and it's Jamie Dumont. And if he doesn't run, who am I going to vote for? Chris Christie? I, I don't know who's running. Chris Christie, Jamie Dimon, I don't, who do, what, who do you guys want to vote for? You guys want to uh, re-elect this, this administration right now, in charge right now? I, 
hey, that's good for you. If it were up to me, uh, no, that's a no. I got Re-elect this current administration. Bling, go ahead. No. Nay from bling. In my entire life, I've never been on the street before. And now here I am. Surprise. I was preparing for this, though. This is the Shire. This is where I recorded a lot of stuff. I've recorded a lot of nonsensical episodes here. I've recorded a lot of serious stuff here, too. I recorded... I think chemtrails over the country club, some of it over here. Um, that Saturday morning zounds with Lana Del Rey. Uh, Muse, Saturday morning zounds, the Muse citizen erased one, man, that one. So I recorded an episode prior to this, just like yesterday. And yeah, you might think I get sick of talking and I do. And I usually hit a lull right about here. I could probably go into the Shire on its own episode, but it's a place I used to come, I found, and I, I found it when, in May of 2021, when I got fired for stalking, for, like, fake stalking charges, they were fake, it, I wasn't stalking anybody, I was not stalking anybody, it was fake, I certainly wasn't stalking this polygamous woman that was Rob Peterson's client from Hanks and Peterson, making up billable hours and exploiting people and taking advantage of people's, like, uh, like neurotic uh, deficiencies neurotic assumptions and weird stuff he, he was taking advantage of people and taking their money and then ruining my future career life in the process just to get paid just for money and that's sort of what like the repo company is doing to like people just do stuff for money that they're slime they're vermin of course that's just my opinion I'm half joking but that's what they do and it's really unfortunate and in may of 2021 that's what happened to me and i felt so defeated and just broken and lost and like oh now what am i gonna do like now what yeah i thought i had it i thought i'd made it and arrived in life but now what am i gonna do and i didn't have any answers so i made the podcast broken record turn it up i started this podcast for one and i I was like okay well I want to make something that people can't just take it away from me or some fake charge or some fake something can come up and just take it away from me. Sure, maybe someone can get my, hack my account and delete every episode. That would suck, but I should probably back it all up somehow. No, no two-factor authorization. Don't do two-factor authorization. Don't do it because it'll backfire on you at some point and then you'll really lose everything. But I thought about it. Someone got my account and stuff and just deleted everything. I'm like, that sucks. Just too critical of eBay or Hanks and Peterson or Ogden Auto Towing, Utah Metalworks. Oh, cool. Here comes that college class that was uh, filing just, you know, a single file through the, through the woods here. I like it. It's probably like a biology class. You guys want to look at some birds? We're going to biology lab and we're going to observe birds out in the wild. Oh, who's that over there? A bum? Bling Vera? He's doing a podcast. No way. And they're all quiet when they shuffle by. All, all scared. If you're in a sleeping bag and you're on the street and you're a bum, you people are scared of you, man. It's uh, Don't abuse that power. Great power comes great responsibility. You guys, you guys have heard it before. I got fired. I was forlorn. Fake stalking wasn't true. What do I do? What do I do now? Do I just give up on everything? What do I do? 
And I remember being so broken, I was spiraling out of control, panic attack. But I came out here to the Shire to calm down and relax. And I think that weekend or the next following weekends, I started cleaning, cleaning this place up, like really cleaning this place up, glass, cans, other stuff, everything I could find, I was cleaning it up and throwing it away here at the Shire. And why was I doing that? This is over a year ago. This is like a year and a half ago. Why was I doing that? Because I was, I was like, this is it. I, there's no hope for me in life. Like I'm already, I'm screwed, aren't I? Like I'm, it's, it's pretty much decided I'm not going to make it now. Anything I try, anything I do is going to kind of fall flat. I, I might have some ups and downs, but overall the, the, the big picture here, I'm not going to make it, am I? And what I have to do is have some contingency plans in place in order to survive if i yeah if i choose to survive or just like go on a hunger strike yeah call it quits but if i if i want to survive and and continue like pursuing my reaching for the stars then i need somewhere that's safe or some just on a side note there's a big ass deer up there big ass what is that a mule deer one of them mule one of them mule deers up there huh there she is huh that's the mom, I'm pretty sure. And she had a couple of daughters, or a boy and a girl, I think. And I saw them were just, just babies. Just little babies, just little itty bitty tiny, itty bitty tiny baby, baby deer. And they had the little spots on them like Bambi. And there she is. But she doesn't have her babies with her this time. And she looks nice and healthy. Those babies would always run over towards her and like start um, suckling, trying to send them. She would get pissed. She'd run off, almost kind of like kick them too. The, that noise that you're hearing, that sounds almost like rain, like there's things falling around me in the, in the leaves. The little leaves falling. But it's also snow falling. There was snow in the trees above. The canopy above had snow. And the sun now has come out and is shining on the world. And melting the snow to fall upon the ground. Yeah, oh yeah. So where are we then? Where are we? We're at the shower. Yeah. Came here a year ago. Year and a half ago. Cleaned it out. Cleared it all out. Trash. Grabbing it all. Moving it out. Hauling it out. Like eight trash bags full. This is where Marriott Girls up the... She's up the upstream. Marriott Girls upstream. And this is where I asked her back in May or June. I don't Early whatever at that time was. I said, yeah, preparing. I was, I've been preparing to be homeless for, a, a, believe it or not, believe it or not. I've been, even experiencing the most success that I've ever experienced in my life briefly for a few months there before eBay happened. Before, this is really kind of all eBay's fault. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should just head over to, I really should. I mean, I'm homeless, shit. Yeah, I really should probably head over to California. San Jose, eBay headquarters, and just camp out there. I really might as well. Shit, I'm, yeah. Well, I guess that's the plan. He was wondering what I was going to do here, what the plan was, but... Had it not been for eBay, I would have had another, at least, swing at stuff. Um, a chance. I would have had a chance. And if I messed that up, then, yeah, I'd be in the same spot anyways, but I wouldn't be headed towards San Jose. But, yeah, let's, let's uh, recalibrate and go to San Jose. I think that's probably the plan here. Jet over there. Okay, we're back to eBay. Back to hating eBay. 
back to eBay needs to pay for what they did, for being stupid and causing all this, causing all this. They were the catalyst to all this, eBay was. So prior to eBay, prior to the most success that I've ever had, that before it was ruined by eBay, I was fired, right? And then I started clearing all this stuff out at the Shire. And that's when I just started, I started hiking a lot more. It was pre-COVID. I, did, I had not caught Corvid or Omicrons. I had not, Omicrans. I haven't caught Corvids or Omicrans yet. But I did in January of 22, like January 24th or something. And from there, it's been a struggle with like lung capacity, uh, energy, the fatigue, mental fatigue, fog, whatever. Like it's been a struggle. It's been noticeable. But life finds a way. We persevere. It sounds like someone. It sounds, it sounds like melting snow. It sounds like someone threw a freaking rock. Someone's throwing rocks at me. It's the, yeah, uh, it's the melting snow. Now whip a rock at him. Get him with a baseball-sized rock. That's what it sounded like. It's like a thud. Thumped the ground. My goodness. Remember to always honk if you see me and honk if you don't. Need to get some freaking chapstick, man. My lips are chapped. Bad. So believe it or not, believe it or not, prior to experience most success, prior to having eBay take that away from me and be the catalyst to being homeless, I was anticipating the possibility of being homeless after Hanks and Peterson filed their fake stalking charge and I was fired from that job, which is hopefully the start of a career, which is no longer. Even after getting that dismissed, doesn't matter, who cares? So it begs the question, where are you? The Shire? Gotta wait for this helicopter to fly overhead. Blink to helicopter, this is blink to helicopter, come in, over. Blink, this is helicopter, we're flying overhead. Do you see us, do you hear us, can you hear us? I hear you loud and clear, helicopter, but I can't, I don't, I'm not sure I see you just yet. Are you, we're at in the trees? Blink, we're flying away. Blink, we're flying away. Roger that, helicopter, over. Over. So I can do the voices sometimes, that's a new one, it's called helicopter pilot. I'm at the Shire. I'm at the Shire and I cleared this place out. Glass, sticks, leaves, dust, debris, garbage. Eight bags of trash, take it away, go to Marriott. Ask the beautiful girl that you freaking love at first sight if they've got a pair of tongs you can borrow. Do you guys have any of those things that you can pick up trash with? The thing that you hold in your hand and it creates an extension of your arm and it, it you can pull the thing it's um like tongs but for picking up trash do you guys have any of those I felt loud traffic we're kind of close to traffic and stuff and she just goes she looks at me like straight in the face directly in my eyes and she says no we don't have those and then i say yeah i'm this this really happened this bumbling around. You guys have tongs. You go you pick up trash. Bumbling around, uh, shock and awe from this Marriott girl, freaking beautiful, angel sent from heaven, from above, from the heavens above. And then I say, do you think the kitchen has any? And she looks at me straight in the face and says, no, 
I don't think the kitchen has any. All right. Walk out the little the revolving door there. Okay. Sorry to bother you. No, she was she wasn't cold and rude like the public safety build or whatever public building when my car broke down. She wasn't like that. Receptionist, front desk, zero help, makes you feel dumb, belittling, like just make uncomfortably. It's like uncomfortably just the vibe, three feet radius. Stay, be, stay back, stay back. Like the garbage trucks, like just give us, give us about 20 feet, okay? Give us a wide berth. We might, some sudden right turns, sudden stops, stay back about 20 feet, okay? Just to be safe. That's girl over at the public building down where my car broke down. Like, yeah, just everyone knows. She doesn't bite, she's not contagious. But everyone just give her about five feet, six feet, okay? Mask, no mask, we're not, that's not the issue here. Just give her about six feet. Stand back. And don't expect very much help or friendliness or just expect a cold, condescending, like rude uh, response to any question that you have. You can even probably go to the place where my car broke down, that public building, walk on in, meet the front desk girl there, front the receptionist, front the, give her six feet, and but still you ask her a question, or don't even ask her a question, make a statement. Hey, I like your hair. Your hair looks good today. I like what you've done with your hair. Her response will probably be like, I, I'm sorry, what? Uh, okay, can I help you? What, uh, is there something that you need? Well, I was wondering if you guys have a fleet card for electric vehicles, if maybe I'd be able to just... No. Okay. Hey, I like the way that you did your hair today, though. Can I help you with something, then? It's like Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone's working the front desk over there. She doesn't need the money, she just volunteers. Sharon Stone volunteers the public building where my, where my car broke down. What are we talking about again? The Shire. Why well, I'm here. Planning for it. Anticipating it. Expecting it. Preparing. Yeah, it's a long road, man. It's a long march here, being me. And we're going to get into the third segment. And we're going to discuss a lot more topics like being homeless. Rude people. Nice people. Angels sent from heaven. Helicopter pilot. Hear him flying overhead. This is playing the helicopter pilot. Oh, looks like, oh, are they flying to this way or that way? Hither or and or thither. I'm just trying to kill time. We've got 20 more seconds to the third segment. Sharon Stone's actually a really nice woman, and I miss her, and she was really kind to me. She didn't... She She's not... You have to understand her, and she understood me, and I understood her, but I, I made some decisions, and yeah, can't be forgiven for that. Oh. Just the thing is, is like, I had to tell Sharon. I was like, Sharon, I don't, I'm not going to be treated like that anymore. And yeah, she's just like, well, I don't need you to treat me like anything anymore. And it's a back and forth with that sort of competitive argument that goes nowhere. So like, Sharon, will you just buy me a pizza and I'll just leave. I'll walk out of your life. She's like, oh, do you want one or two pizzas? Two, please. Where do you want me to order those pizzas from? Domino's? Domino's on 7th East because they run a good a tight ship over there but they're not mean and they're very welcoming and friendly two large pizzas I think there's a coupon 
Is there anything else that you'd like before you walk out of my life, Bling, besides two pieces from Domino's on 7th East? They've run a tight ship, but they're not mean, and they're welcoming them right when you walk in the door. General manager runs the cash register to be an example to the rest of his employees, and they all seem to have a, a specific job, so everyone's doing everything perfectly. They, they get the routine down. No one's trying to like juggle other positions or trying to do other people's jobs. Everyone has one job. That's why it's so efficient and things get done. And also because the act, general manager is actual, actually working and his actual work consists of the cashier, the register, greeting you when you walk in, working directly with the customers. Two pizzas from there. Thanks, Sharon. They'll be ready in 20 minutes, Bling. Have fun going to pick them up. Take the bus. Thank you, Sharon. That Park City bus is, uh, yeah, it's not every 30 minutes. Or is it? I don't know. I forgot. So we're at the Shire. We're at the Shire. It's surreal. It was last night here. I should have made a little video, but I didn't. Last night it was surreal being here because like it was something I had feared it was something I thought could happen I thought was possible the way things were going getting fired for stalking freaking stalking let's get serious everybody can everyone turn can you guys turn it up a little bit Sweden just turn it up a little bit Sweden get in here I need your undivided attention I have a very important announcement to make please everyone just turn it up a little bit and I'll put some distance from the mics and so we'll, it'll balance out just fine stalking there was, i had a I, I had a stalking charge as in i was following this polygamous woman around or like creeping up or doing something stalking according to, to rob peterson over at hanks and peterson when that happened that actually happened i stalking charges filed someone signed off on it Salt Lake City Police said, no judge is going to sign off on... I was like, will you please just help me? Will you please just help me get my thing? No judge will do that. You're nothing to worry about. Hey, you're, I'd be surprised. You'd, you'd be surprised. This is... It's gone off the rails, these two. Hanks and Peterson and this polygamous woman. Will you please help me get my things right now? Like today? Like right now? Will you please just go and like, help me? like that's a civil matter like no it's not it's not they've stolen my things this these people have stolen they've stolen my stuff can i get them out please can you help me you guys have a court date coming up to to figure out like whose belongings or where the, the belongings no don't that's just billable hours that's so hanks and peterson can get more billable hours and take more money from people that have mental issues. That's all that is. Nothing's gonna get solved. Nothing's gonna get done. It's probably gonna get worse. I'm gonna push back another three months or something. Can you just help me get my stuff today? Like right now, you're here, I'm here. I'm parked across the street. There's a distance. I've stayed in my car this entire time. I called you first. I've waited here for like three hours. Can you please help me get my stuff out of this garage? Please, please, they've locked it in the garage. They've locked it in the garage and I can't, they've stolen them. These two have, they've orchestrated, they've stolen my items. What if I told you they stole them right now? Another freaking rock. People are throwing rocks at me. Salt Lake City Police. Bling, dead, 
we it's a civil matter man um if yeah if you took their things and uh, put them in your garage yeah we'd arrest the shit beat the shit out of you arrest you take you to jail uh and you'd have to work it out that way later on with them because they have money and you don't they can do this so that it ruins your life and maybe eventually you can embarrass them in court but i bling i really highly doubt that any judge is going to sign off on you stalking anybody you're trying to get your stuff out of the garage man i get it we get it they've locked it up they changed the code billable hours we get it man we get it no judge is going to sign off on that i'm the, i'm a police officer with the salt lake city police department i'm telling you to your face right now bling is not helping you because I'm not helping you. You've already waited here for three hours. Waited for us to show up for three hours. Only to realize that we're not going to help you at all. At all. Um, no judge is going to sign off on a stalking thing. You're not stalking anybody. So, here. Just don't come back. Don't call us again because we can't do anything until you guys have your court date or whatever. And figure out whose belongings your belongings are. We all know that they're yours. So do they. They stole him. But they just... He needs billable hours. Because he has to get HBO Premium. Um, everybody's rent's going up. So there's that too. And if you have to have a facade. Like a prestigious facade that's not really real. Like, you know, a successful law firm. That's not really actually probably all that successful. You're just sinking all your money into like... The image of it. That costs money. That costs money. So, yeah, there's probably a lot of billable hours going on, Bling. Just let them steal your stuff, okay? All right. You're not stock anymore. Okay. Fast forward a couple weeks. Bling, you can't work here. We got to fire you. You have a stocking charge. All right. Okay. I, uh, I called the police every single time. Well, if you call the police every single time, get dismissed, come back. I'll probably take you back, okay? All right. Get it dismissed. Show them. I'm at the Shire. So this is where I clear out a bunch of stuff, anticipating the possibility of being homeless. And last night, it was totally surreal being out here, being back here, being here. And just like, whoa, it actually happened. It actually happened. And call it a self-fulfilling prophecy. Call it call it self-sabotage. Like I had to make sure I sabotaged my entire future to make sure that, yeah, I was like, hey, if I'm going to clear all these broken glass, uh, old plates and stuff, garbage, trash, cans, debris, remnants of, who knows, relics, ancient relics. Who knows? Who knows? But if I'm going to do that here and give it a name, call it the Shire, then from here on out, I have to make sure that I'm not successful in order to be homeless. That's how self-sabotage works. Yeah, I willed it into existence by simply clearing it out, preparing to be homeless. And then all of a sudden I'm here. A year and a half later, here I am. It took a lot of work, a lot of hard work to fail. At, yeah, to succeed, it's tough. And, yeah. God. 
Self-fulfilling prophecies, self-sabotage, it's not, that's not a thing. I'm sorry. See, this is what happens, man. You have to think positive all the time. You can't even entertain the idea of being homeless or the possibility of being homeless and start clearing out glass and cleaning the place up just in case. Because when you do that, it, it, you become homeless, man. Keep going. Mind, when you visualize it in your mind and you will it into existence, self-sabotage, self-fulfilling prophecies, what you say, maybe I'll become homeless. I need, to, I need to start paying, doing stuff to prepare for being homeless. When you do that, you become homeless. So how does that work exactly? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's self-sabotage. So when I applied for these other jobs, though, and visualized like having an apartment downtown Salt Lake City, top floor like I used to have before I threw my life away and trusted other people, when I had everything together and, and things like that, and I apply to some of these jobs that I might be qualified for, underqualified for, just a perfect fit for, no one's ever called, and I felt discouraged. Whoa, stop throwing the freaking rocks. Until the cows come home? All right, until the cows come home. I didn't put enough effort into visualizing having that top floor apartment again while I was applying for some of these jobs. That's why that hasn't come true. Is it has not come true yet? Or am I, did I already blow it? Because I just didn't try hard enough to, to self-fulfill that prophecy or self-sabotage myself into getting success that way? It's because I cleared this place out a year and a half ago preparing for the worst. And then the worst happens and here I am. But that's my own fault because of my own prophecy action of clearing it out instead of putting forth years of effort education degree anything like that no visual yeah daydreaming in class when i made the dean's list i was like hell yeah i gotta put this on my resume that's awesome i'll probably get a job real quick now get my apartment back on the top floor probably even a nicer apartment get a fast car get a really fast car and a turbocharged car, black, all black, uh, tinted windows, um, two-door, probably a GTI. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty set on it, but I kind of want a Volvo, too, if there's like a Volvo Coupe kind of thing, turbocharged. Though, probably either one of those would be nice, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could even get like a Chevy Turbo. Like that kind of thing wasn't good enough. Ford Fusion has twin turbos. It's an EcoBoost. Or maybe even like a Ford Raptor. Drive one of those trucks around for a little bit. Be one of those guys. Hey, maybe, yeah, maybe that's who I'm supposed to be. Get a Ford Raptor. Get my apartment back. Get a well-paying job. Don't have to slave away all day for like a minimum wage. Or just like not enough money to make ends meet. Yeah, I can't wait until that happens. Can't wait till that happens. It's a good thing I'm preparing for that now by going to school and putting my two weeks at the job that I had for five years straight. Didn't call in sick probably more than four or five times. Never went on vacation. Came in whenever they told me to. Fourth of July. Work ethic. Two weeks notice. Don't want to burn my bridges. They sold the businesses. All right. Does anyone have any advice or like comments that 
make sense instead of the self-fulfilling prophecy, self-sabotage nonsense. Self-sabotage and self-fulfilling prophecy in a negative light. Like, well, that's what happens. Self-fulfilling prophecy, self-sabotage. That comes from people that are comfortable doing whatever they're doing. And you're trying to better your life and something bad happens. That's just what they say as an excuse for you to believe that it's still just you. You made efforts, you've made attempts, you try, you put your efforts into something better, but those efforts and attempts don't count. You can't have your self-fulfill, you can't self-fulfill prophecy yourself that way. You can't self-sabotage yourself into success. Get the hell out of here. Fuck out of here. This deer actually, it looks like there, there is three of them and they are all, all big. So I guess the, the kids are still following mama around. But they're big. They're all big and healthy, and I like that. That's good. Because over the summertime, before I left, those kids were pretty small, and so was mom, like, kind of, like, skinny. But it was a tough summer. It was a drought. You guys hear that? That's them, like, jumping across the river. Jumping across the creek here over at the Shire. We got deer. We got me mocking people and self-fulfilling prophecies and going off about Salt Lake City Police my stalking chart. It's just one of those episodes again. Once again. Just like always, complaining, whining about the stalking charge in the Salt Lake City Police Department. And public building where my car broke down. Keep a six foot radius because she's freaking mean. Well, like, there's stuff that I would like to point out. Specifics here. As far as, like, me, who I am and what i'm capable of and what i'm not capable of one is a coherent podcast just so everyone yeah no i'm aware i know i'm aware i visualize myself having a second chance some people told me some things have told me some things a few times and then just sort of like ah well change don't don't worry about it it's like that was my second chance though well you are you need to get a job it's like okay Okay, but that, like, I had, you told me something, and I had, was expecting it as, like, okay, a lifesaver, like a life jacket, and then it's just not going to happen because, just because, you don't feel it's right, or I didn't earn it, I'm just drowning over here, no, you didn't earn it, though. You didn't earn this life jacket. Cost, this life jacket costs money, man. And you're drowning. You need to get a job and then start working so to have this life jacket. Without that, I'm not going to throw you the life jacket, man. I'm sorry. So get a freaking job, you bum. But I'm drowning. I, it's kind of difficult. I need to get out of the water first. Get a job first. We'll give you a life jacket after you get a job, okay? But I kind I'm drowning in the water. I need a life jacket to get out and then we can get a job and do whatever. Get a job. Get a job. Okay. I'll do that. I'll work on that. I'll do that right now. Could you ask one of the other lifeguards if I could use their life jacket, please? Bling. Get a job. Or else you're just gonna drop. You're gonna be homeless if you don't.
to just do that, okay? Okay. It sucks I always have them, like those visions of sugar plums. The top floor apartment again. Like all successful. People calling me for advice. Like my dream job, my dream job. It's not the job I'm seeking or looking for or willing to take or like holding out to take. I'm not willing to take a shitty job because they're shitty. Sam Kinison, if, yeah, we're not going to do that. But <clears throat> well, we might. The reason why there's shitty jobs available and openings available for shitty positions is because nobody wants to work there. It's because they treat their employees bad and don't pay them enough. You're going to work 40 hours a week and have nothing and still be like, hey, I need some, can, how about that life jacket, huh? I, hey, I'm still drowning here, but now it's just even more, now it's just even more miserable. Uh, can I have that life jacket now? No? Take some more time or just do the, well, this is miserable, and I'm drowning, and you didn't think it could get any worse while drowning, but yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay, all right, I'll keep working on it. But hey, whatever, people don't get it. Some people see it, some people don't. But I was really hoping and expecting a second chance, and eBay took away all that opportunity for me, and then from there, it has been a nightmare, man. It has been a total nightmare, scratching, climbing my whale, and I was, just kept thinking the belief of, well, eBay's gonna pay for this. eBay's responsible for this, keeping all my receipts and stuff. Thinking I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna take them to court, but it shit's expensive. Things start falling apart, and you can't. You don't have time for it. You don't have time for it. And it's their double talk and their stupid, like, cultish way of like just never being wrong. And eBay's a shit company, man. It's such a garbage company. Yeah, I don't have anything going here. I might as well start making my way to San Jose. Start trying to get a fundraiser thing going like go fund me i already have one started no one cares but now that i'm homeless maybe yeah like uh, yeah here's my go fund me it's to make my way to san jose to file charges against ebay for like negligence um int intentional infliction of emotional distress like negligence pure and simple what the hell well, that's a squirrel that's a squirrel that wasn't snow or a rock but that's what they're doing and they're doing it not to just me, but to lots of people. And I think they're being targeted from by um, their demographics and, and things. But I just don't think their website's safe and everything else. Blah, blah, blah. Same old podcast. Third segment. Taking it home. Cows come home. This experience has taught me a lot. It's taught me how to not go on and on on my podcast about like personal issues of like my experiences and how I interpret them. Interpret them. Because no one's going to listen, no one cares, they'll turn it off. Excuse me, they'll turn it down. Sweden. Well, Sweden's always been there the whole time. But really, if you've been listening to this podcast since the beginning, when I was talking about trading and making money and doing well, before eBay happened, like, I would come out to the Shire pretty regularly. And I'd talk about it and get all goofy and be mindful and just have fun, all loud and obnoxious, singing songs, being stupid. Like, just enjoying life as best I can. Still, still just not a total picnic, but, like, life, normal, and making, like, doing good, doing well, participating in all of it, contributing, doing everything, doing all that. And to have it get interfered and damaged and taken away 
because of somebody else and their negligence and their stupidity, their actual stupidity, their their absolutely stupid actions that caused, set all of this in motion, buttressed by, completely buttressed by, Hanks and Peterson, fake stalking charge, like all that stuff culminated into this. And then people with self-fulfilling prophecies, self-sabotage, like, just get the hell out of here. I don't want to hear that. That's not a solution. That's not a, a valid comment. Get out. Like, go away. Like, oh, I caused this. Okay. All right. Well, what are you doing then? When, like, people feel, okay. Okay. Well, till the cows come home? Or fourth dimension? Till the cows come home. No fourth dimension today. It's Friday. It's Friday. But I'm going to talk about, maybe it might be a little bit controversial here. But if people, let's say you're drinking alcohol, you just sit around and drink beer all day and that's all you do. Okay, let's just go with that. Let's go with that. You're not wrecked or like falling, falling over and knocking stuff over, holes in the wall, stuff like, you're not breaking dishes, going backward, breaking the table. Like nothing's really happening from you getting drunk like that. You, you are drinking a lot though. And people are starting to get concerned. And so they won't give you money. They won't give you anything. They won't help you until you, until you help yourself. You got to help yourself first. We can't help you until you help yourself. So you have to choose to help yourself. There, the, there's a fundamental misunderstanding with the general population and like addicts and stuff. Hold on a second. Let me yell at this bird. Hey, bird. Cut it out. Quiet. Hold on a sec. There's a fundamental misunderstanding. And people think, I think the, the idea of like, just, oh, you're cut off now. You can't do that. We're not going to help you. You can't because, because we suspect or because of... Uh, I don't get that concept. I don't think as far as like addicts and addiction go, I don't think that that's the right approach for a lot of reasons. But it, it basically comes back to the, the drowning... Hold on, this freaking bird. I'm going to chuck a rocket. Knock it off! Quiet! Quiet! Freaking bird. You're drowning. That's plain and simple. There's a reason why people abuse things. There's a w- reason why people are like alcoholics and junkies and stuff. It's because there's like a, a wound there trauma something happens just something a, even like a pre-genetic or a, a genetic predisposition that affects them a little bit more strongly than others but there's probably a lot of other stuff to, where it all creates a perfect storm of addiction and that need to like patch it up but slow down slow down it, we're talking about substances here but Nothing is ever discussed about other addictions that are not substances. It's weird. It's like society and everybody feels justified if if they're not doing what you're doing. If you're drinking a bunch and, and they don't drink as much or whatever's going on, smoking weed all day, they don't smoke weed. Like whatever, whatever's happening argue about weed being addictive or not this freaking bird sounds like a freaking peacock over there <laughs> just squawking making the ugliest sound i've ever heard say what you will 
about weed being addictive or not. Who cares? Who cares about addictive properties, nicotine, alcohol, caffeine? Like, who cares? The, the, the fact is, is that you're doing it a lot. And there's probably a reason why you're doing it a lot. Something probably happened. And that you're either ashamed of it, you can't acknowledge it, you don't want to accept it. There's so much societal pressure when you're down and out to do something different and improve your life like take like put effort into improving your life when you do that and it's not recognized or it just doesn't work like there's that's creates something there like everyone's lying to me and this is a lie it, it it's like a void like you, you don't want to keep trying you don't want to keep putting effort into something that was supposed to work and it didn't so you just self-medicate like for me with drinking i get super panicky and i just can't calm down sometimes so it's like yeah i need a beer right now you know um like there's other medications and things that can alleviate that but i don't see a doctor there's other medications i've taken for years but i don't see a doctor now because i don't have health insurance because why because I don't have a job. So, like, I've resorted to these things that work for me. That's like a workaround from health insurance and healthcare, having a job, uh, anti-anxiety medication. Like, it... Getting a prescription filled, 30-day refill, like, whatever. I found a way that works for me that I don't have to try to participate in something... That might work for others because they have it together and because they never had fake stalking charges filed against them if if you haven't run into obstacles in your life like fake stalking charges hanks and peterson that can potentially ruin your life and career then yeah like of course it's easy to say of course it's easy to just get a job do something come on do something in your education. Do something there. Just get a job you don't want. Do it temporarily. Do it. Like, it's easy for everyone to say that because they didn't have... Everyone's different. Every individual is different. Hardships are different. Situations are different. Freaking motorcycles. Opportunities are different. Like, all of it. Everyone's unique, right? Uh, the nepotism is different. Here, son. I'd like you to take the reins of the family business. All right, Dad. That is, and that's that. Yeah, that is that. It's a pretty easy way to just kind of get it right and not have to worry about it too much and just tell everyone else, get a job. We start working. Well, I, yeah, I had to go to school and my dad's business and it wasn't easy, but... Like, did you ever have a stocking charge, though? Well, no. I had this happen when I was... You know, it's like everyone's different and comparing stuff like I had to do this and I had to do that like that's great for you and that's great for your work ethic and that's great that you sacrifice so much of your life for nothing but yeah worked your way up the totem pole made your way to the top that's great like why am I homeless why am I in the shire right now why am I here yeah we're doing this vocal booth like this it got freaking cold real fast get some shelter here I like it. It's a good vocal. Yeah, it's good vocals. No, experiment experimenting works here. Atmospheric 
audio engineering specialist, Bling Vera. I find different mic techniques that'll sound better. And this is a mic technique that I invented, patented, I got a trademark and copyrighted. My name is called Atmospheric Audio Engineering. Yeah. Oh. Well, I guess there are kind of four segments, aren't there? I actually, I messed up with the, yeah, we, well, I was getting this thing all set up and trying to get the quality sound better. There's a plane in the background right now. Trying to get it to sound a little bit better and then trying to dodge some of the falling snow and flying rocks. Um, noticed that I had some segments, but yeah, maybe we'll just make it a longer episode and this is what I do now is just talk and talk and talk and people can turn it off and just try to just like enough. I can't stand his voice. There are some episodes that I make, though, that I'm like, how much longer is left in this? Oh, dang it, only five more minutes. And other times I look at it and it's like, oh, 20 minutes left? Like, all right, like, I'm going, ranting and raving. Yeah, cheering myself on, listening to my own podcast. Like, blink, go, 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 get it, man, go. That's how it works. Like, everyone is unique. Everyone runs, runs into obstacles, but they feel like it's appropriate and valid to share their experience with their sacrifices without accepting your obstacles. They never had a stocking, a fake stocking charge filed against them that sabotaged their career in that sector, that field, that, yeah, profession, gone, like that, just taken away. It was fake though, it wasn't real, but it doesn't matter, it doesn't care. Like, the consequences are yours to absorb and work through and like move on from and nobody else that's it they're yours the consequences don't belong to hanks and peterson rob w peterson his client for filing a fake stock stocking charge they their lives just hunky-dory everything's just same old another day of trying to like swindle money out of people and billable hours and try and find like polygamous women that are like upside down nuts because you got to pay for like hbo premium and the the office and stuff and the leather couches you have to do all that it costs money and so you have to get creative if things are times are tight but you have to ruin someone's future in the process and only the consequences belong to me but my point is that's not valid though that's not a valid sacrifice that's not a valid excuse as to why I'm not employed or that that doesn't matter and okay we'll work through that and move on and go it's like well slow like I could be having the same conversation as you had it not be interfered with and, and ruined because of somebody else and something fake I wouldn't have to listen to you tell me well that's a self-fulfilling prophecy man that's self-sabotage when you back in May after you got fired for that fake stocking trip when you went to the Shire and started clearing it out, glass, debris, garbage, finding if it's suitable or not to survive for a few days, uh, that's, you did that. You caused that. It wasn't getting fired that inspired you to do it. It was your inspiration to do it. That causes self-fulfilling prophecy. That's why you're there now, homeless self-sabotage because you you thought of it and visualized it and willed it into existence 
and it wouldn't have, have happened if you would just be more positive and try to get a job, better job, different job. I'm going to wring your neck. I'm going to, I'm going to wring your freaking neck. Come here. No, dude. Come here for a second. Come here. Say that again. Don't even say it again. Come here. I got to get the belt. Give me the belt. No, man. I got to go back to work at my dad's business. I got to go. Thanks for the advice and everything. Like, thanks for the excuses and things. self Like, thanks for making me feel shittier about myself. Like, you mean I did this and I didn't even know it and I did it on purpose? And I didn't even know it? Subconsciously? Wow. Dang. What else can I not, like, do on purpose but not realize? Okay. Well, that's cool, Bling. Is this episode going anywhere? Are you going to actually talk about anything important or are you just going to keep the same stuff? The same stuff. Every day? Every day. eBay, Ogden Auto Toy, Utah Metalworks, Hanks and Peterson. I, A, I, um, the repo company, the stocking company. You want to know why I'm here? For real though? It's because, yeah, they're back. The stocking company's back. And I erased my phone and that really did solve the problem for a minute there. It solved the problem just fine. Took the bus and yeah, I didn't see him get off the bus. Hey, anyone seen the stocking company around? Downtown, like, I don't see him around. Cool, well good, they're gone. I guess erasing my phone really was the answer. So it probably really is my phone. But where at, what is it? What causes it? I don't know, probably a text message. It's probably a text message. Get close enough to you where they can get, yeah, the frequency or do whatever, and they just send you a text. And the, the text, so I was at 7-Eleven when, yeah, um, I get a text the next morning, turn my phone on after I just left it off all night. I turn it on, and there's a text from 7-Eleven from that, probably, I don't know for sure, but there was like a man and a woman like inching closer towards me while I'm trying to pay for some beer finally at the end of the night when there's nobody there. And I'm here because of that. I'm here because of the, the stocking company. It's, I'm trying to have fun, just trying to ditch them. It's kind of like playing ditch them, hide and seek, kind of. But I like seeing their operation. I like seeing how they work. I, this is true, man. Like, I'm not making this shit up. Like, it's a real thing. And so that's why I'm here. That's why I made it up here. I, I, I was downtown and I was thinking, I was like, yeah, the bus pass is still valid. I can make it back down to where my belongings are. Like, at least I have the key now. So that's like a huge relief to where it's just like, well, at least I have my belongings now. Access to clothes and just stuff like debit cards, boots. So maybe we don't need to go back there tonight. Maybe we can just stay here. Maybe we can go back. I don't know. It's still valid for a while. And I see what a couple of trucks and a couple of cars that are just doing it's easy to spot for me I, I don't know and i like okay let's jump on the tracks and let's go somewhere and see what happens and they're like parked i they, i don't know i don't get what they're maybe it's like they think i'm a threat or maybe it's just a lot of fun for them too because i give them a really good challenge because i notice them they're like how does he what's he doing how does he know like i don't know I don't know what it is, but they're there again, and oh well. I know how stupid it sounds when I say this. I do. Like, they're there. Who's they? Who's them? It's like, dude, I don't know. Some stock Utah police. I don't know. But I just jumped on the train, 
and took it up to the university. I was like, well, yeah, I guess this one's going that way. I guess I'll just take it up to the university and see what happens. And so I get to the university, get off the train last night and go over to this parking garage to get a bird's eye view of things to perch and just see what's going on. Are they really following me? Is it in my head? Is something, you know, whatever, right? Like, just let's pay attention to some, let's get a bird's eye view of stuff. Let's just pay attention to what we see, like what we observe. And not a whole lot happened because I'm pretty sure they don't want to come on the university property and university campus anymore Um, because it's a huge liability if they get caught doing something, following people. It's huge at this point. But lo and behold, here comes one of those gray cars, the gray sedans, and just nice and slow driving around goes in the roundabout and then pulls into this parking lot which was completely empty no one's in this parking lot school's closed (laughs) completely empty parking lot and just stops and i'm in the parking garage like looking down at them sure it's a coincidence whatever i don't think they saw me at first and then they saw me and then they started driving off all slow and i was like yeah okay well i guess it's on tonight i guess we're doing that tonight it really was like, okay, well, there we go. Yeah, green light, let's have some fun. I knew where I was going. I knew what I was doing. Um, but yeah, let's have some fun with them. I'm up to the university. I'm going to probably stay up here for the night. So let's head over. It's not at the university where I'm staying. It's not too... Well, it's close enough. But it's kind of a walk. It's kind of a walk, a journey. And at night, it's freezing. So it wasn't ideal. But I was thinking, yeah, let's go to the Shire. Just walk over there and there there's trucks and cars and some of them who knows who knows right we're just throwing them off going this way hither and thither just watching them seeing how their operation is and it's yeah it's it's it they've got it down they've got the whole stocking thing down pretty good their their methods are like I've, i guess i've learned a lot about strategy if i were to stalk people like there's a pretty good method to their madness and it's makes sense how they're able to keep track of people and and follow them and and like if they wanted to sell their company to the government or something like that to that effect they'd be very effective at stalking and getting fugitives getting uh, just people on the run uh people dissenting government dissenters um sedition like they would be very effective at 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 that under private investigators if somebody knows that a person is intimidated by being followed if they know that that's an issue for them like they'll freak out and just really panic and it'll they'll it'll change their life and and just really traumatize them if they know that that's a weakness for somebody this company would absolutely destroy their life because it would be terrifying for them, like completely. These big menacing trucks, like the same stupid, like just aggressive behavior. Nobody actually gets out and does anything physical or violent, but they're all, they're always just there. And it's, it was, it, it was kind of an experiment for me to do when I, I said I went to the library and everything back to yeah yesterday's episode tangent time well i was talking about the reason why i showed up at the shire and that's it It was 
wasn't really planning on it. I wasn't really sure where I was going, but I, yeah, I didn't really have this in mind at the time because it was probably too freaking cold and snowy. But yeah, the stocking company, the repo company, what, whatever they're doing, they just can't let go of the fact that like, they're, I can't pay them. Like, that's not a good enough excuse. Being homeless is not a good... So they just follow you around and, like, intimidate you or do whatever. I don't get it. It's weird, man. It's just really weird. But that's how I ended up here. And that's how it goes. But my point is, is, like, when I got to downtown, when I was walking around and... Just everything's fine. Walking on the busy streets downtown. Every, nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the ordinary. And coincidentally enough, there's some cars with their lights on, two of them, people getting in and out or doing whatever, and they were in front of the place where I had slept the night before. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, let's hold it back. Hold back, don't go over there. And this is after I reset my phone. After I haven't noticed them, after getting off the bus, like the train, everything's fine, everything's normal. Not like it has been. 7-Eleven, Maverick, everyone's mobbing everything. Like it's nuts. And then I see those two cars parked in front of where I've, I slept the night before. The menagerie, the secret garden where I slept. I held back, the cars drove away. I was kind of there again in the exact same spot kind of just to see to what's going on maybe i'll sleep there maybe i won't but let's just see yeah and then that's when it started like that's when it started they're there they noticed me and then that was it following me around the rest of the night and it's cool because it's like okay it's it is in fact my phone you erase it you can get rid of them but you have to erase your phone and that sucks but you can get rid of them and you have to erase your phone. But then they get aggressive trying to get close to you to get your phone again. Get that text message sent to you. 7-Eleven. I don't know. I, I, feel like, I feel like it's a very unique situation to where I'm like, well, you guys will see someday in the future. You guys might expect, but I don't know if everyone really will. <laughs> not, in that, not in the same light. And that, that's what kind of sucks about it. But yeah, I don't know what they're, what they're doing. If they're just uh, having drills or practice and like his name is bling he's got his own podcast sometimes he talks about us you can listen to it while we're driving you can listen to it while we're following him in these trucks check out these sound systems his name is bling he's the best one he's the best evader we've ever met it's almost like he can get into our mind and read our minds sometimes he'll go on the university campus Try and ditch us. We can get a few people in there, get them park off campus, get them over there, get them on those scooters, have them start zipping around on campus that way, just riding scooters around. The cars, let's not take them on campus. It's not worth it. Then he'll go the opposite direction, go somewhere else. Sometimes he'll take the train. Sometimes he'll take the bus. Every now and then he gets a ride. If he's on the bus, you can see him with his green hair. He's on the bus, on the train. He's a spot, green hair, on the train. He might take a separate train, might get off the same train, go into a different car. 
he can confuse us pretty easily. We can stay on him. But when he knows where he's going, the drop of a hat, he'll disappear. He sets us up. He raises his phone. We lose him. Do it all over again. Any questions? Rookie, go ahead. Yeah, why are we following him? Like I said, he's the best. This is an elite team of stalking. We follow people. He's the best. He ditches us all the time without even trying. We're putting all of our efforts into it. A lot of times he'll go to Maverick, perch up on a rock, see who shows up. Then he'll walk off, go to a different gas station, see who shows up, take notes, go back to the other gas station, put his mask on, pretend like he's going inside. Then he disappears. He's the best. That's where we're following him. It's good practice. Plus, he's always smiling at us. Like he enjoys it. Oh, we got nailed with the snow and the freaking falling tree in the snow. Damn it. Snow just, we got it. It wasn't a rock. It wasn't a rock. Should I wrap it up with that? Or should I keep talking about it? Keep talking about weird stuff? No, that's how I ended up here. That's how I ended up here last night. It's surreal. It's surreal to, to, to be here. I, I still have a belief that... Let's see here. Maybe I should go to the stalking thing and then, yeah, and then I'll totally wrap it up. It's another long-winded episode. Probably, hopefully I can, this one's a little bit more entertaining and I can actually listen to it all the way through. This last one sucked. Let's talk about talking about stalking again. Stalking's a very traumatic issue that I have. <laughs> clearly the reason why i think it's so effective in everything and why not a lot of people talk about it or discuss it and that it, it blends into society so well is because i really do i'm i really am starting to think that it's like uh, either an ethnic kind of family crime ring like it's like an ethnic thing it's like a cult it's like everyone takes care of everyone everyone gets their money this way everyone like shuts the hell up about it and if anyone snitches like, not only are you shunned, but you're probably, like, taken care of so that you don't ruin it for everybody else. And it, it's got to be like a cult. Like, like, really, like an ethnic sort of family ring, cultish kind of thing. Where it's like, yeah, this is what we're part of. This is what we believe in. Anyone that we're following, anyone that we're after is someone that took money from us. And they're trying to take money from the mouths of our kids so that's why we're justified and they're not part of our family they're not part of what we do what, what like it's it's like kind of with lds mormon religion it's like yeah it's the one true church everybody out yeah okay everyone else they're trying and stuff but we have the truth the one true church we have everything you know a prophet and all this like and you have to just believe it and if you don't, then yeah, you're pretty much shunned. Yeah, that's my experience, at least. It's not necessarily believing it or not. It's just whoever pays tithing is in charge and has to say of, like, whether or not you are on the street, helped, or anything. Yeah, it's the tithe payer. It's the tithe payer that goes, um, seize him, get rid of him. And I think that's kind of similar to how it works in the whichever families make it the most and whichever someone's slacking, someone's, like, trying to snitch yeah um take care of them 
might not even mean kill them. It, it just means like, yeah, no, you you are absolutely cut off and shunned and outside of the group now for what you've done. So that decision is probably not very common, especially if the money is good and especially if it's like flexible. Like, let's go to the store, get some drinks and some snacks and some wine coolers and stuff while we're doing this on the job, on the clock. And you have to, and you believe it too. Like if you start to... It, you're part of it and you believe it and it's in your soul there's no shaking it you feel justified you're not there's no right or wrong like you are right there is no wrong like that you are right and anything that you're trying to do in the process to recover this money stock these people you're justified in doing it and that's your excuse and that's what you believe that's what you believe though so you don't no one has to talk you into it convince you like that's your belief that you can feel it in your heart and soul that's kind of the direction I think it, I'm going from what it looks like because that there's a, that's the only way it could really really work I guess but anyway anyway I guess I have a lot to say and there's a lot on my mind and I think in my doing this real quick this is like an hour and what an hour and 20 minute long podcast all right there you go I start to catch my stride just somewhere in there and I need to do that more often because it's, it's more fun that way I'm interested, I'm curious to see which text I get next and how to kind of connect the dots from there or to see if they're still around when I leave here at the Shire um, momentarily. It's cold though, it's cold though. Well, I was going to talk about like more of like on the addiction side and stuff and like people's assumptions and preconceptions and um, misunderstanding. Just not being able to see or understand certain scenarios and situations. It's my belief, really, that if, like, no one, I, no one wants to be a junkie all day and do nothing. I don't think anybody wants to do that. And if they do, they're probably on heroin. And that's going to be very, very difficult to get them off of it. But I would say, like, instead of, like, insisting that they they find work and do whatever like why not just let them be heroin addicts then like why not just support them just support that habit and just let them do their thing like not hey knock yourself out like really go to sleep again like maybe they'll snap out of it maybe they won't maybe they'll eventually they'll try and find a way out but if the government just instead of the crime and the, the actual cost of like inmates and, and prison and court fees and court, like all of it, the, the cost to arrest them, investigations, like instead of doing all that, all the money that's spent on all that, just yeah, give them a little shack and yeah, uh, opium house or some, something. But I don't, I think the majority of people after a while, if even doing that, say the perfect life, you can give them a check every week. Um, they have money to spend, the heroin's like maybe discounted or something. I don't know. This is an extreme example and it's probably like super liberal out of the box kind of approach. People will be like, oh yeah, vote for this administration, huh? Liberal. Liberal, like, yeah, it's just very, like, why not try that out? Instead of putting people in jail all the time, keeping them in cages uh, for being a, for drug addicts. In the future, I mean, it could be like, really looked at as an actual disease and like a relapse of this disease uh, that they're yeah i don't know it's already a long podcast as it is i feel like i could just talk yeah 
I could talk about this in separate subjects. So I'll probably do a separate topic, separate, separate podcast talking about this and disease and cancer and remission and then relapse. But I think we'll end it here. I think it's a good spot. I am curious to see what text message shows up. If it's from Title Max or if it's from like who, who sends it? Who tries to infect the phone again? Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's what happened. And that's why I'm here. So what am I going to do today? The rest of the day? Shit. Yeah, just uh, ponder about life. Think about life. Stare at the, cl- stare at the clouds. Put zero, e- put zero effort into anything. Except for this podcast, which... If you consider it work... How long have I spent on this so far today? How, long have I, how many hours have I put in on this, in this podcast for the last year? Anyone know? There's a lot of effort there. Can I visualize myself being on the top floor again? Please? And have that come true? Please have the self-fulfilling prophecy top floor apartment downtown Salt Lake City. I'll accept nothing less. And here I am in the gutter anyways. Shire's not bad though. It's pretty cold, but it's not bad. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. If you want to, you always can. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Venmo, at Bling Viera. Cash app, money sign, Skymaster5. That's money sign, Skymaster, and the number five. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Maybe come on another podcast later. Episode today. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. You are the coolest. Good luck. Take care. Okay, so yeah, cat's out of the bag. I guess that's the thing. It's like, that's what I'm working towards. It's trying to get this right. Trying to find my niche. I think it's anti-work. It's going to be all that. It's probably going to be my, my story as being a homeless person. Cereals and eating tons of cereal, different types of cereals. I'm going to call it cereals homeless. Homeless cereals. I, yeah. No, I just have to find my, I have, I have to catch my stride here. But first I have to survive. And I think once I do... I think this podcast, I can actually talk about stuff that matters, that we'll, I'll, find, I'll find an audience that really could identify with what I'm saying and then go from there. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's my experience with work and education and society and the pressures that I felt. So yeah, yeah, it, it's been a long journey to finally get here and to figure out like that's what I want to talk about. But I think that's probably what it's going to be revolving around. As long as I can like, r- like reel it in, like, just keep it. Don't do what I did yesterday. Don't do that. Stop doing that. It's a full moon. It's not a full moon. But I also need to do a script and everything. And yes, yes, I know. I know. Broken record. But I need a, I need a, I need a laptop. I need a good laptop. I never thought I'd be out. I never thought I'd be out a laptop. Never thought I'd get whacked in the head by falling snow either. And maybe that's how I go. <laughs> Ridiculous. I'll get it right. I'll get it right. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I am.